blueprints, calculations, and something that some people on the show like to call the truth. All coming up next on episode 33 of Resurrection Revealed. Thanks so much for joining me for a quick initial thoughts and questions needing answers episode of Resurrection Revealed. We've got the show notes over at resurrectionrevealed.com slash 33, and this is an unofficial podcast by and for fans of ABC TV's Resurrection. It's recorded November 2nd, 2014, and I am at Wayne Henderson, your voice acting, podcasting Green Bay Packers fan, and another Fabulous episode of Resurrection this evening. This was episode six of season two, entitled Afflictions, which I think is very, very well put. And right off the bat, big questions. What was it with that flashback or whatever it was at the beginning of the episode with the elegant woman sitting in the airline seat out in the field? Do you think we're supposed to take that as a literal flashback? It seemed a little lost-like to me just saying, but it was a wonderful scene. And obviously it ties into something coming up a little later in the episode. But at the same time, I still think there's a lot of questions regarding that scene, the airline seat, the crash, her living, not dying. We'll see. Uh, let us know. Give us a call at area code 904-469-7469. Again, that's plus one nine zero four. 469-7469, or just go to resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. We need your information, your thoughts, your theories, and anything fun that you want to tell us about Resurrection, this fabulous episode called Afflictions. Let us know before 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday so that we can share it in our full episode coming up later Tuesday night to release Wednesday morning. Let your voice be heard. Be part of the episode. So many questions, so many wonderful things. It's hard to believe it was just one episode of Resurrection that had all of these great things involved in it. For example, we had Maggie as well as a few other people confronting Margaret Langston over what Elaine says she saw last week with Grandma Langston being out there kind of helping shoo Barbara along, as well as some other people in the past. And right now, Grandma Langston is denying everything, basically saying Elaine didn't know what she saw, and she's been lying to Fred. Fred calls her out on the lies, and I'm glad that people are finally just coming right out and asking because either she's going to give the information or grandma is going to lie about it, which makes me really, really wonder about this woman. Why she just thinks that it's up to her to do whatever she can to protect the Langstons. And I just don't know if she's in the right frame of mind. Now, speaking of the Langstons, we got this new twist in resurrection this uh, season already with We've got ambitious Henry Langston visiting the old Langston factory with some blueprints under his arm. And I'm surprised it's kind of becoming a rebuilding project, I guess. What do you think? Do you think it's really going to happen? He looks like he's a new man and Henry is ready to bring back that Langston factory. Now, we've got a little bit of a side note on that because we have a man, I think they said his name was Brian Addison. And... 
Henry kind of catches him outside of the rundown factory surveying the whole situation, and Brian says he would like to buy it or at least invest in it. Now, Henry has to think about it a while, but the fact that he then, Brian, reports back to his grandpa, who's younger than him, so obviously that guy's a returned, and that grandpa accuses the Langstons of being money mongers, saying, yo, as soon as I mentioned money, Brian says, they were all into this. So where do you think this new angle is going to go with Henry thinking about rebuilding and reopening the factory and this Brian Addison and his grandpa, the puppet master, pulling the strings? Who is his grandpa? How is he involved with the Langstons from back in the 30s or 40s or whenever it was, however far back it goes? What is this new twist and how is it going to play out as the season goes? Give us a call, plus one, 904-469-7469, or visit resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. Now we finally get a name for the elegant woman, so we can stop calling her the elegant woman or the government lady or all of these other names. Still don't know if she's really working for the government, and if so, ours. But her name's Angela Forrester. And Marty gets to finally meet her and have some chats with her. Of course, I want to know, do you believe Angela Forrester's version of what she knows about the returned and about this mutating virus? Do you think she's telling the full truth or twisting it for Bellamy's benefit? Now, of course, we kind of have Bellamy then breaking back into her main office or her lab, whatever you want to call it, a little later on, L2. And there's so many great, things going on in that office. Let me know if you've got any screenshots or if you can understand some of these equations that are on the wall. We've got newspaper articles, photographs, as well as information about Martin Bellamy, and he is a returned a couple of times over. I was uh, correct. They did make it kind of obvious. You go back and watch the end of season one. It some cases, the most obvious is not what happens, but in this case, it was. Marty's been a returned a few times. He really is a Thompson, even though his identity is tied to J. Martin Bellamy. So he's going to probably still be Mr. Bellamy or Agent Bellamy for a while. But back to that scene in those articles and equations, what types of things did you learn from that scene? What do you think you may have learned? Where do you hope that they'll go with this? Because, of course, like uh, Ms. Forrester told Bellamy, the numbers don't lie. She believes numbers, says she's just a statistician. She's got a pretty involved office for a statistician. I would love to hear your views on this whole thing. Again, resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback to let your voice be heard. We want to hear your theories because they're probably going to make a lot more sense than theories that uh, I come up with. And Tuesday night, you know, be sure to get those theories in before 4 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, because shortly after that is when Troy and I hit the mics and try to compile all this information about this fabulous episode of Resurrection entitled Afflictions and try to make that uh, coherent to maybe give us some answers. Because on one hand, Angela Forrester is not happy that Marty snuck into her office, but on the other hand, Marty isn't happy that Angela never told him that he was a multiple returned. And I think uh, they both have a bit of a right to be a little bit frustrated at that point. Now, I do want to remind you that at ResurrectionRevealed.com, you can go ahead and subscribe to our email list. It's totally free. We promise not to spam you. But if you sign up there and agree to get emails from us, 
We will let you know when each new episode of Resurrection Revealed comes out, as well as any breaking news that might happen, even during the off-season of the TV show. If we get any breaking news, we can send you an email, and that way you will not miss out. So please consider going to resurrectionrevealed.com and signing up for our free email list. Again, we promise not to spam you. We just want to be able to find a way to keep in touch with you if by some chance something happens in between episodes that we would love to let you know about. Now, another question I have for you that we'd like to hear your thoughts on is, wasn't it great to see our buddy Ray again? Elaine's brother, Ray, he's at the diner. And even though it's great to see him again, the guy's gone a little off the deep end. He likes to consider himself and the non-returned folks as the true living. And him and his friend have a true living website. And I wonder how ominous is this going to play into it? This looks like lynch mob is written all over it in the future, especially if they find out some of the secrets that grandma Langston and of course, Carl, who uh, finally took care of his brother, Mikey once and for all, they have the secret to get rid of the returned once and for all. Hopefully the secret does not spread any further than those two. Or is it really a few more people? I wonder, does Fred know that that's the secret way to get rid of the returned once and for all is to make them lose the will to live and to continue on? Because if so, check this out. Do you think there's a chance that Fred may hatch a plan to cause his mom to no longer have the will to live and to get rid of Grandma Langston once and for all since she is wrecking all sorts of havoc around town and with the family? Just wondering if Fred may go to that extreme because his mom is just not uh, cooperating with anybody, really, except for with Jacob. Now, she and Jacob have a special uh, a, a special relationship, and Jacob really trusts her. And at first, in this uh, scene near the end, I thought, uh-oh, we're going to get another creepy bedtime story from Grandma Langston. Not really a bedtime story, though it was a little bit creepy, but honest. When Jacob asks Grandma if he will have to disappear someday, and Grandma says, you know, basically the day will come that they will both have to disappear. Do you think that's ominous or vague enough? Or do you think there is going to be a time where perhaps they might be the last two returned that are still around and they will have to... uh give up and move on once and for all. It'll be bittersweet. I assume that's something that we will see in the final episode of Resurrection. If we don't get a season three, it'll be the final scene or one of the final scenes in season two. Or if we do get a season three, maybe it'll carry over. What do you think? Give us a call 904-469-7469 or go to resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. And while you're on our website at resurrectionrevealed.com, you'll notice in the posts for, say, this episode, episode 33, that there's a lot of different sharing widgets for Facebook, Twitter, and all of that. Super easy way to share that you're into the podcast. And we would love it if you have a minute to go to the website, maybe click uh, the Twitter or the Facebook buttons and share our website with uh, some of your friends that you think would love the Resurrection Revealed podcasts want to thank you in advance for doing that. It, it just helps out the show, and it's kind of a fun way to share the love, tell a friend, and let more and more people know. So we want to hear your thoughts on the questions that we pose tonight here on Resurrection Revealed or any other 
thoughts and theories you have about the afflictions episode of resurrection. Again, one more time, plus one, 904-469-7469, or visit resurrectionrevealed.com slash feedback. Let your voice be heard. We will share it on the next episode if you get it to us before 4 p.m. on Tuesday. And until that next episode of Resurrection Revealed, I'm looking forward to getting back on the mic with Troy Heinrichs and recording. I'm at Wayne Henderson. Thanks for listening. Resurrection Revealed is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcast that'll make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Like Once, the unofficial podcast, blog, and forum with theories and talk all about ABC's Once Upon a Time, as well as Welcome to Level 7 for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series and beyond the to-do list. Check them all out and more at noodle.mx.